want to welcome in uh, Artie Patel now, Global News uh, online uh, journalist. Uh, she has uh, written a top-trending article on her website over the last uh, day or so on uh, fatty liver, and she joins us now with more. Artie, nice to see you as always. Nice to see you too. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, this is an article I read yesterday, and I was just telling you uh, off the air, I really hit home because uh, my dad had uh, a fatty liver, actually had to go through a liver transplant uh, late in the uh, 90s into the uh, turn of the uh, century, and we're always thankful, as I've mentioned so many times on the air, for that uh, gift uh, from an unknown family that it gave him an extra couple of years of a life. But we've really come a long way uh, since then when it comes to uh, this disease, the diagnosis, and the treatment of it. For sure. And I think the interesting thing about fatty liver generally is people just still don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. They don't know what can happen. You know, recent um, data found that 89% of Canadians don't know what fatty liver is and actually don't know what it can cause. And it was something that uh, wasn't even really diagnosed until what, like 79, 80? Is that right? Yeah. And I think, yeah, the researchers said around the 80s is when people started to really, you know, pick up that a, it wasn't just something that was caused by an excessive alcohol consumption, which a lot of people relate any type of liver disease to. Okay, well, you drink too much. This is why your liver mm-hmm. has these problems. But, you know, one of the researchers I spoke to said one of the first cases that they got that wasn't alcohol related was this man who was drinking, you know, 20 cans of pop and it was all the sugar consumption. So I think not only are we finding new, not new, but we're uncovering and maybe reporting them more, but... Technology has also changed, mm-hmm. right? It allows us to look at these diseases a lot differently. But all these experts argue that we don't know enough about fatty liver as much as we need to. It's it's not it's not like the cancer of diseases. We all know about cancer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awareness around it. But liver disease is not up there at all. Yeah, because when it comes to liver disease, I think there's been a stigma, if you will, regarding that, right? That uh, you've abused your liver, as you mentioned. It's got to be the result from alcoholism or abusing uh, alcohol. And really, this, you know, you talk about uh, pop. Uh, for those that don't know, the, the liver really is just a, the filter uh, of your system, right? So, you know, if you're putting, I don't care if it's alcohol, sugary pop or, or what else, uh, you know, it's all got to filter uh, through the liver. And there's also people that just through uh, genetics are, are born naturally with a, a more fatty liver. For sure. It can also be genetic. I think the other thing is, like you just said, the stigma. Uh, because so much of it is focused on diet, a lot of people may not want to be open about how much alcohol they're drinking or how much pop they're consuming on the daily. I think a lot of our sugar intake is still very secret um, or we may not even notice how much sugar it is. And that's one of the one of the things the experts really brought up is it, it's really sugar and refined carbs, right? And those are the things that most of us eat all the time. It's bread, it's flour, it's it's cereal even, you know, granola bars. So for consuming all of this, are we actually thinking about what's in our food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to tell you, it was a real light bulb moment uh, for me when my dad was diagnosed and then sadly uh, died of this uh, later on that I really did uh, kind of just change my diet and my way of thinking uh, when it comes to what I'm putting uh, in my body. And I think uh, one of the things that's uh, heartening from uh, your research and your reporting and the, the article up at globalnews.ca is that uh, you catch this early enough, some of this stuff uh, through some lifestyle changes is actually reversible. It is. It's And that's the great thing about this. It, it is super reversible. And one of the experts says that if you just little as 10% change your diet, it can actually reverse fatty liver. Only and, 10%? Yeah. Just, just that. Like if you lose 10% of your total weight, that can reverse fatty liver. So it's not like a complete huge you know, overtaking of steps that you should do. It's just a little, little change. And mostly, you know, they talk about diet. They talk about fasting. Um, for a lot of people, this seems to work because our liver is turning these 
carbs into fat. That becomes the mm-hmm. issue. So when you're eating at specific times, you can also delay this process. And really just eating more whole foods, right? Are we are we getting more than just refined carbs? Yeah, just finally tell us, this has been the number one trending story on our uh, website. Uh, why do you think it has resonated with so many people? And what's some of the response you've heard? Yeah, you know what? I wrote this story. I knew that it, it may, you know, hit sort of a nerve with our audience, but all the feedback I've been getting and some of the emails over the weekend too is just really, thank you for writing this. I don't think I've ever seen anyone talk about this, Mm -hmm. especially on a mainstream platform because I also have this diagnosis and I also have fatty liver. I also had disease or someone in my family has it. So I think it was really eye-opening for me too, just to hear from, you know, readers, which has been nice, but also this idea that maybe because we don't cover it, you know, are we, are we letting the public down of knowing what exactly fatty liver is. Yeah. Artie, thank you so much uh, for coming by. If you want to read uh, Artie's article, it's up at globalnews.ca. Uh, Again, thanks. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Artie Patel, Global News National Online Journalist.